Welcome to Creative Conversations. I'm Roger Humphrey. In this episode, I'm chatting with Christopher Showerman. Chris is an actor, writer, and producer in Hollywood. He's starred in feature films and has been a guest on many popular TV shows and has been involved behind the scenes also. We spent nearly two hours talking on Skype. As usual, I trimmed it down quite a bit. Although we've known each other for a long time, we don't often get a chance to just sit and talk. So this was very special for me, and I hope you enjoy it. We join in progress. Well, what kind of a movie were you shooting? Um, so in Arrowhead, it was a it was a great script. I was I was really pleased by the script. It's a uh, a story of a uh, a list actor who I got to play who um, was preparing for his next role and he's a method actor the name of the script is called the method and as you know um method acting is is kind of famous for just sort of living the role living the part it's the lee strasberg version right yeah yeah exactly comes from that that whole school and i think it's sort of been bastardized you know to become what we think of it now um because lee probably wouldn't approve of, of every part of the technique, but, um, um, so this, so this guy, uh, is preparing for, for a role out in the woods. He wants to get away from, from LA and they send an assistant to just keep an eye on him and make sure he's okay. Uh, cause he's, he's an asset. And, and um, so while he's, while he's himself, during the daytime and talking to this assistant, he's a sweetheart. And then when he goes into character, the, the movie star part of himself doesn't even remember what happens. And he just, he literally becomes somebody else. So it's a really fun, creative and modern way of telling the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Gotcha. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. It's, it's fun. So I got to play two completely different characters in this one role. Cool. Yeah. So now, is this going to be a theatrical release or uh, a streaming release? Or it's a good question. I don't. I don't know if they have their distribution plan down. Um, I'd be surprised if it was theatrical, just because it costs so much money to roll something out theatrically these days. Right. Uh, and this is a pretty low budget movie, so I know they're aiming to to do the festival circuit with it as well as. Uh, get it onto streaming and to sell it into territories, you know, around the world. So it's it's a thriller. I don't know if it's horror, but it's it's approaching horror um, story. And so that genre sells great overseas. And uh, ah. so they, I'm sure they have they have ways to get it moving outside of the states. That sounds cool. So yeah. well, I, I I took a quick trip to your IMDb page and. Looks like you've been pretty busy since the last time we chatted. It looks like you've done quite a bit of work. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks. I, I try to stay busy, but it's no matter how busy I am, I always want to be more busy, you know. <laughs> Never enough. Yeah, I yeah, that's right. There's no such thing as enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to do better work. I want to do other things, so on and so forth. But I don't need the biggest, the bestest, the shiniest, you know, none of that. It's just just want to just want to do good work and let it go at that. 
I'm a million percent on that boat with you. That's so true. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's just kind of deciding what's a priority and and then following that. And like you and I, I think we have have similar similar uh, aspirations where it, it's about, you know, creative priorities where I, I could easily lose myself forever until my final days and trying to get more and better and, you know, yeah. all of that stuff creatively. But as far as things, they just, they kind of weigh you down after a while. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Was it George Carlin made the comment? He said, he said, you can't have it all. He said, for starters, where would you put it? <laughs> <laughs> great line <laughs> so perfect so, so true yeah it, it really is so it's it's um it, it, yeah it, you get to a point where you want to have enough you know to have you want to be comfortable and mm-hmm. uh, and it's okay to want a wee bit more just to yeah. stay motivated you right. know but to be driven by that, to have that to be the sole purpose of your existence. Exactly. You, know, I, you know, I've done a lot of work for free because I want to do the work. And I know you right. have too. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and it's just because but sometimes you just want to help out people. But other times it's just like I, I've played benefits, you know, because it was something that I believed in. And, 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 I, and I wanted to do a good job, you know. And, and, I, you know, and I, show, I show up fully dressed and raring to go. You know, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't, you know, I want to still give them the benefit of everything that I've got. Right, right. Even if it's a pro bono thing, it's still you and it's still yeah. you, you know, sharing what you do. So you don't want to don't want to skimp on that. Right. And 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 so you're doing this. So the work is important. You yes. know, so I, I think that that's what gets me out of bed in the morning is, yeah. is, is you know, the work is important. So me too. <laughs> so what else new with you you got the movie uh i know you've been doing um are you writing um i'm writing music a little bit i'm i'm writing a piece right now for the movie that we just finished um hope it's a bit on spec so hoping that it that it winds up it'd be a, a song for the end credits uh-huh. so um that's kind of fun also too because there's it's easy to write the lyrics for something like that because the story's already there. So you're just um, uh, using a lot of the elements to put into the music, which which leads me to writing music in a different way than I would have would have ever written a song before. So uh-huh. it's cool. I like that. Um, and I have a project coming up uh, late spring about. It's a retelling of <clears throat> the Oscar Wilde. Um, short story a picture of dorian gray oh okay yeah um so that's fun this this particular production makes her daria gray so it makes the lead makes the the character in the in the photo a female um and i'd be uh playing the painter yeah the the painter yeah looking forward to that and outside of that those are those are the few the few solid things that i can talk about that are actually going in the schedule right now. Yeah, it's always the, there's always those, those those handful of things in the in in the drawer that you you, you can't talk about yet. You know, and it's right. But, uh, <laughs> right, you don't want to jinx it, but yeah, right. They're supposed yeah. to go. They might go, but eighty percent of the time they don't go. So. Yeah, that's it, and that's so true. And it's and the thing is that and and I've been down this road with with on, on a different scale in a different way, but 
same idea of, of, of uh, everybody involved goes thumbs up. It's solid. It's got, you know, at the last <laughs> second, you know, the whole thing blows up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Last year I had, uh, I, I had a project that was, that was, you know, allegedly it was rock solid. It was bolted shut and it was ready to go. And, and, uh, you know, I was clearing my schedule and I was making concessions and it just kind of came and went and nothing happened. And the, the money just went away. The money that was a sure thing just went away. So it usually boils down to the money. Uh, yeah, it's well, that's that's the grease that makes the wheels go around, you know, whether that's we like it or, whether we like it or not. I mean, that's that's kind of it. That's the, that's the scary part. But but and I think that's that's all of it. It's always about I mean. Uh, in anything artistic that we do, uh, there's always that that money aspect that has to be there. You know, yeah. um, not all of us can be Van Gogh and have a, a brother who cares for us while we go off and <laughs> paint <laughs> sunflowers. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But, but we all need a benefactor of some kind. Well, it, it's 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 true. I've 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 thought about that. Um, I actually had a conversation with. Um, somebody a few years ago and about uh, fine arts being funded and um and and they said well you know ticket prices and you should do this and you should do that and i said you know i said it's fine arts have never been funded that way it's always been uh, a church or uh um uh, you know some royal family or some expensive yeah there's always been a benefactor involved in that you know and yeah. i mean the, the, the popular arts um, uh, will will have uh, you know they can usually make enough money uh, to mm. do what they need to do but I mean if you go back and look at the the quote unquote operas of the uh, of the early late late 18th and early 19th centuries just look at those operas and and you have the operas of, of, of Mozart for example you know and the ones that he wrote um, for uh, uh, the emperor Franz Joseph or or whomever uh, this is high opera that he was getting paid for or he was he was on commission to do but there were other things that were going on in Vienna and other places and they, they called them opera or operetta sometimes and um, uh, and these were rowdy events I mean the people would go people would go to these things they have picnic baskets full of food and wine and and uh, and <laughs> And there would be a couple of songs here, and you know, and some, and and uh, you know, some songs here, and then at some point they would break into some sort of uh, pop tune that everybody would know, and the whole audience would sing along. And I, right. <laughs> and, yeah, those were the so, ones that really made money. They did. They did. Yeah. They made, you know, but they they came and went. They made money, you know, during the production, and the production was over, and that was it. And you never saw them again. And yeah. uh, um, and so. And and I, I don't know for sure, but I suspect that that may be where the old uh, show business thing of, of of throwing fruits and vegetables at the actors when, if they do a bad job, because people would bring all of this. They bring picnic baskets full of food. And <laughs> well, they already had it there. They had oh, the yeah. ammunition already. Just, you know, you don't know if they were hungry or just bringing ammo. <laughs> 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 but but yeah it was it was uh quite the uh quite the thing so so the the popular arts have always done okay yeah uh well 
Yes, if you if you get on the right popular art. I mean, everybody's trying to make something, and not everybody's right. making money doing it. But yeah, yeah. But the, as as genres, as genres, as genres go, they they do tend to do very well. Very rare that you have um, a high art that does that well. I mean, it does. There, it happens, but I, the percentages are almost backwards. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. It's which is interesting. I guess I guess the the payoff is if you're doing it. If you're doing something popular and you know that it's going to make money or you're hoping to make money with it, chances are you're going to make your money in a short amount of time and then it disappears into obscurity. And if you're willing to to suffer through something for no money, you might have a chance of making something that endures. Right. Yeah. Right. So I know in, in back if you go back 60, 70, 80 years and you take a look at the recording industry, um, mm-hmm. One of the things that they did, there was a um, uh, some sort of a you know kind of feel good thing about about um, and prestige about having some of the great orchestras or some of the great opera singers and 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 later on as we get into the late fifties and early sixties, the jazz artists that would that would record for but they never made hardly any money. Uh, these recordings they would sell, but you know. And they used, and particularly in the 60s, 50s and the 60s and the 70s, they were using these immense profits that they were making from rock and roll and country music to subsidize the the opera stuff and the symphonic stuff and things like that. Oh, yeah. Fast. Yeah. And so, so, right. So that's, you know, and then finally somebody, uh, you know, that started to dwindle, you know. And then as, of course, as our business has changed uh, through streaming and things like that, it's, you know, I know I know uh, Grammy winners um, who, uh, and, I, and I'm not joking about this. Grammy winners, classical musicians, you know, solid classical musicians, who um, are doing GoFundMe projects now in order in order to to pay for the recordings. That's crazy. Well, yeah. the music industry is upside down ever since 2000. That's uh, I, I feel like you know the they have had to rethink how they can make money in the music industry anymore because it's um at least on that super popular end it's kind of turned upside down selling music is not as lucrative as as it used to be now it's the tours right it's 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 backwards the beatles couldn't do today what they did uh in the late 60s um you know where they stopped touring and just recorded you couldn't do that today you have to be on the road you have to be selling this stuff and and um and that's where the money is. There's there is very little money. I mean, there's money if you're if you're super successful. If you if you are a Taylor Swift today or an Ed Sheeran or or you know kind of fill in the blank. Um, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of and, and a lot of the hip hop artists, a lot of a lot of the names that I don't know, but if you live in that world, you'd know them. Um, sure. uh, that these these people um, uh, are are getting enough traction through streaming that they're making some money. But still, the, the the real big money is in 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 the tours and in the uh, and the merchandise, you know. And so, so yeah, it's you're right. It's it's all upside down. Now, what do you see? Because you're seeing uh, you're more connected to to through your students. I feel like more connected to youth than I am right now. What is what's the next? Uh, what's everybody talking about or what's everybody inspired by? Like as your students come in, 
do they do they all want to play like Segovia, or do they come in and say, oh, I want to do this thing that mirrors something that's out there right now? Do, do, um, do you get to see trends? Not not hardly either one of those, to be honest with you. Um, uh, I've I've actually thought about writing a blog about this, and I haven't got that far yet. But um, um, but uh, what I'm seeing, um, and I've alluded to this in the past, what what I'm seeing is uh, fewer and fewer of them want to perform there's a few of them but really yeah they they, they, i've I've got students who are in high school who play extremely well whose friends don't even know they play because it it, it has become a very private thing for them now there are a couple of kids that 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 want to play in bands and rock bands and things like that but it is really 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 it is it is a used to be i mean that was the big thing. I'll get well, good at this. Yeah. I'll get good at this, and I'll get an electric guitar, and I'll get an electric guitar, and I can join a rock and roll band. Since, boy, for the last ten years now, I think I'd have to look at the NAM figures, but um, acoustic guitars have been outselling electric guitars by a large margin. Wow! Really? Yeah. 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 It's it's. Um, uh, and and if you go on YouTube, uh, some of the, some of the really popular videos are fingerstyle guys. And uh, but a lot of the kids they don't want to sing. If you think about it, go back to um, some of the people that you've seen, particularly the grown-ups that you've seen over the years play piano, and they and they don't sing. They just sit down and play, you know, Yellow Brick Road or something, you know, and. <laughs> Or they play a classical piece, you know, they might play a, a, a list or a Chopin or something, you know, that they learned when they were kids and they've still recalled it. But they don't sing. It's just all instrumental. I'm seeing more of that with the kids today, the students today. Um, and, and so I'm, that's that thing. Um, uh, when I talk to them, <laughs> I actually wrote this in, in, in a blog that I published this week. I've written a blog in months. Uh, and and I and I wrote one this week, and one of the things I said was I, I, I would, which I don't do this anymore, but I used to ask the, the, the students what kind of music they like to listen to when they listen to the radio. Yes. And they look at me like, you know, I like I just asked them what their favorite sweater vest was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like radio. What are you talking about? I mean, they right. they you know where I grew up and radio was everything. Radio just literally, you know, was in the music that we heard on the radio was a very, very, very important part of my childhood, my and my teen years, and and uh, and then as I um, and so I, I sort of brought that with me into my you know my adult years. I talked to the kids today, and they could care less. I've got a couple of students right now who are playing music that they that, that by the way they actually. This stuff is published for for solo guitar, and it, and and it's music from video games. And um, oh, you're kidding! No, that's a big deal. That is a huge, huge, huge deal. The music, the, the music for for the video games, um, uh, it's it's melodic, it's short, it's not real complex a lot of times. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of a, that's kind of a that's kind of a thing. And so wow. so uh, a couple of years ago, I asked a young lady. Um, you know, when she listened to music, when she was, you know, listening to music, uh, where she went. And I was expecting to hear 
I knew I wasn't going to hear radio, but I was expecting to hear Spotify. And in, in ter- instead, I heard uh, SoundCloud. And and I get SoundCloud and I get YouTube a lot. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's, it, it's, I mean, the radio is on sometimes. It's there because it's handy. It's in the car. Um, right. Their parents are listening to it. And there are songs from time to time that catch their attention, but nowhere near t- to the extent that, that uh, it was when I was their age, or, you know, or when you were their age, even, and you and I are, you know, a generation or two apart, and and um, so um, yeah, it's it's significantly different today. Um, they, um, uh, of course, if you think about your business, or we take a look at your business, mm-hmm. uh, you either had movies, right, which you had to go to a theater to see, right. or you had television shows, and there were. Th- Three, <laughs> count them. Yeah. Three, three networks, and that was it, right? That was it, yeah. And and in, and and in some of the independents, all they were doing was just pretty much for the most part showing reruns. You know, things mm-hmm. were going to syndication, and and so and those are the independent stations. WTBS being probably the the, the most famous, the biggest one, because it got in early to the the, the whole Ted Turner thing got in early um, in, in uh, uh, cable when cable started coming out. But today now, my God, you've got uh, you've got Netflix and Apple and uh, and a couple of dozen other you know it seems like I mean just every time you turn around there's another service that wants you to subscribe to them you know right, CBS yeah. All Access you can't even just watch CBS now you got to subscribe to get to get to the good programs you know right right and Disney's so, got their own and stuff. so you've got you've got the broadcast stuff you've got God knows how many I mean, and some of the standard cable channels, uh, you know, are doing their own uh, original programming in terms of, and I'm talking, excuse me, movies. Mm-hmm. You've got the Hallmark Channel. You've got two of those guys, you know, doing what they do. And they do that. They've got a huge following. Right, right. You know, and, <laughs> and, and, and everybody knows if you're the guy wearing the suit, you're going to get dumped. And if you're the guy wearing the plaid shirt, you're you're going to, you're going to win the girl in the end, you know. But <laughs> that's right. Yeah, don't make the mistake of being too slick at the beginning of the movie. That's it's, for it's sure. No, 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 no. If if you're <laughs> if you're wearing a suit, it's sort of like the old Star Trek thing. If you're the guy at the beginning in the red shirt, yeah, <laughs> you're you're going to die in the first exactly. scene. Exactly. <laughs> Hallmark's going to have its own, its own code book. Somebody's going to print a code book to, you yeah. know, decipher Hallmark movies in the first five minutes. Oh yeah. Oh, I think they already have. I, you know, it's it's you, you know everything going on all all the time. That's but funny. again, like I say, it's it's they 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 found a niche. So what you've got is a lot, and I you know, you you've got a, 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 a all of these these places that are hitting all these niches. You know, and the music, I think, is doing much the same thing. You've got uh, uh, video game mu- uh, music. You've got uh, pop music, country music, um, you know, and, and then you've got and in, in a couple of the other niches as well that I think that, that, that are, are filling it out. But but I'm not seeing um, I'm not seeing any one thing right now. I think in the past. And I and I've, I don't know that I've thought about it a lot, but in the past, um, uh, if if you think about it, the, the the big band music was replaced by the pop music of the fifties. The mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and they were talking about many of the same singers, but now the singers were not just a featured part of the band. I mean, you know, um, uh, Sinatra was the featured singer of the Dorsey Orchestra, but late, later it became Sinatra, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and, and then, and then immediately following that you had Elvis. And a lot of times what was happening is if you follow the, the business, the, 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 the music business, the, the, um, the music itself would get big, be, become uh, uh, heavily produced, orchestrated, all of this kind of stuff. And then somebody would come along and do something real simple. So you take a look at what Sinatra was doing um, with the big band stuff. And then you contrast that with Chuck Berry and Little Richard. Right. And this is something right. that anybody could do at home. Right. And then as pop music started getting a little bit bigger, the folk music came in a little bit of guitar, a little bit of banjo, you know, and puff the magic dragon. And here we go. You know, right. and, as, and, and then as, as that started getting a little bit more complex, the Beatles came along and they started writing their own music, which was, that was a whole new thing. That was brand new back then. You know, right. I'm, Chuck Berry was writing his own, but I mean, outside of some of that, I mean, for the most part, the Beatles were writing all of these great songs and then singing them and playing them and doing everything. But it didn't take long, and that started to get big, mm -hmm. you know. And and you know, and all of a sudden you got bigger bands and, and orchestral things coming in and all this kind of stuff. And and then the disco came in and really get made it big. And then punk. <laughs> right, we go back to simple. Right back to, well, what they're doing is the corporations come in, move in, and they would take the music away from the people. Yeah. And somebody else would come back in and go, <laughs> you do what you got to do. And the people would take it back and they would take it back violently. You know, and so, and we see that. And, and again, with what was originally known as rap, same ideas. The music got bigger and bigger and bigger. All of a sudden, you got guys on the street doing this mm -hmm. stuff. And all I got is a turntable and a couple of bold records. And, and they're making music. You know, and and so um, I was expecting something like that to come along again. And and what I'm seeing instead, which I didn't see, uh, was diversity. That all of a sudden, all these little pigeonholes, all these mm -hmm. little spots. You know, right. And and um, and and tracks. Um, one of my secret pleasures at, at night sometimes is watching reaction videos. Uh, young. Uh, Hip hop people watch it, listening into old old school rock and roll and things like that, and they're yeah. amazed, they're amazed at how good that music was, and right. and and so, um, and so that's that kind of speaks to what's going on in the in the pop music business today that that people are trying to have a couple of hits so that they can quote create their brand unquote. And it's all about it's all about this personal brand so that they can have a couple of hit songs that will translate maybe into some sportswear, which will translate into, you know, I don't know, dinnerware or, you know, I mean, and, there, yeah. and so and so you're seeing this big they're, they're using that to create a brand to, you know, um, and, and to create, you know, this, uh, I don't know, empire, for lack of a better word. And right. Right. And so it really has less to do. It has very little to do with with the art of music and has everything to do with selling enough stuff creating stuff that, that's that's consumable that'll sell people like you know but it's you know you know has has all of the the the, the weight or the calories of an m&m i mean 
it just you know <laughs> right you know so so it's very disposable i mean you know it's it's right. a big thing today and it's gone tomorrow and the new next new thing comes in today so i we're seeing a lot of that we're also seeing like i say a lot of the niche stuff and and uh so but we're seeing that same kind of diversity in your field i mean for actors today you know it was it was you're you're either on stage and movies or in television those were your options and and now it's like well okay we got we got movies but it's not all theatrical movies some of them are this some of them are that da, 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 you know and like i say you've got and plus the the the, the long-running shows and things like that you did um agents of shield yes right but you take a look at that, and I mean, it's that's big online. I mean, that's a, that's a big, or, or in in syndication, you know, that's exactly, and that's a that's a great way to get people to to watch it again too, because you know, like you say, the 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 three big networks have have kind of gotten eclipsed by so many other options, and video on demand seems to be the way people like to consume media more often than not. It's certainly way more convenient. Well, yeah, who wants to make an appointment to watch a TV show when you can, right? right. I don't want to be home at Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm working. And so, right. you know, so if I can go on demand and watch it at 10 o'clock or if I can watch it next morning at, at 10 o'clock, you know, mm -hmm. Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock, then, then I'd rather do that. And, well, and so, I'm halfway through and take a bathroom break and I have to watch commercials. Exactly. Exactly. And... Um, uh, and so we have have all of that that yeah. that we that we contend with. So so that everything everything is changing. The technology has changed so much stuff, you know. Um, that I mean, uh, even now, I mean, I'm seeing on YouTube little ten minute videos and things like that, you know. That right. and I haven't looked at TikTok. I know that there's a bunch of stuff on TikTok that 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 people do that I I I really haven't gotten in there and looked around. Right. So are you familiar with TikTok? Um, I, I think a little bit. I think those are very short videos, right? Very short. Very short videos. They're homemade, probably done on the on the phone, uh, mm -hmm. and you know, and and people, you know, but but yeah. And I think that that appeals to, you know, we were seeing it, we were lamenting it uh, in the '80s when music videos came around and the style, the MTV style of editing. Uh, and, and the content was only three minutes long, four minutes long, however long a song was. Um, and we felt like, oh, well, our attention spans are getting eroded because because our entertainment's getting shorter and shorter and smaller and smaller. And I think we have kept going in that direction. And like, you know, with Twitter, uh, you, you, can, you can speak your mind as long as you can do it in 140 characters or whatever. And with... YouTube and 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 TikTok and uh, all these other Vine and all these other ways they the the amount of content gets shorter and shorter and has to be more and more specific. In one way, it makes you more efficient at telling whatever story it is you want. Uh, but I think in another way, it allows the the audience to get a little ADD about things, and you can't you can't go deep in 140 characters. You can't go deep in in six seconds in a six second video you know yeah. um and and that changes that changes our experience in life you know if we if you're not willing to go deep with your entertainment then you might not have as rich an, of an experience outside of that too if you're only willing to invest a couple of minutes you know to any subject i i find however that the, and, and 
correct me if you think I'm wrong here, but I take a look at Agents of Shield is a good example where yeah. it is it is um, you, you've got a set amount of time every week, but mm-hmm. the storyline continues. It's like the cliffhangers of the 1920s. Right. You know, uh, uh, these you know Nell t- tied up on the railroad track kind of stuff, and 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 uh, you know, or, or uh, uh, Harold Lloyd hanging from a clock or something, you know, and <laughs> and but 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 they're doing that week after week after week after week after week, and so they're allowed to tell a much longer story chapter by chapter, and That's very, and right. and so so while we have on one side of that. The, the 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 six second videos or whatever whatever these are I think on the other side of that we have uh, uh, the business has that option of telling these these long form stories and and I think and I think yeah. that there is I was I was listening to um, a, a, a snippet before I t- talked to you uh, from Joe Rogan uh, the Joe mm-hmm. Rogan Experience which is a big podcast I don't I'm familiar with it or not but yeah yeah I'm okay. familiar with it. And and but Joe Rogan and and uh, and of course you've also got um, Howard Stern doing what he does on on a radio, and right. and these guys are going long form, and and allowing things to go for a couple of hours, and their audiences are good with that, you know. So wow. apparent apparently the ten- the attention span is not as bad. It is for me. I have a hard time sitting through anything that long, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, but the the thing is that I, I a lot of this stuff I think would be you know you put it on in your car, and that's the mm-hmm. thing I think people are finding out about podcasts is that I, I try to keep this uh, um, uh, I will edit our conversation down, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I did one conversation uh, um, <laughs> actually we recorded it the day before the fire, um, oh. and and it was. It was uh, two and a half hours long. Uh, oh my gosh! Wow. But when I published it, it was forty-six minutes long. <laughs> you know, and so I take a lot of stuff out, try to make mm-hmm. it uh, end up talking. Well, you know, end up sometimes end up talking about stuff that nobody cares about. We spent the first hour just talking about politics and 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 current events. It's like, well, who gives a rip what you think? Yeah, right. unless it unless it matches what I think. It's <laughs> And that's so and then, true. Yeah, that's then you're that's really smart. In a nutshell, <laughs> that's so funny, but so true. <laughs> but but yeah, I think that that I think that attention spans up to a point are 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 uh, 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 expanding a little bit. But yeah, that's and and I think that that's with the podcast. I think that that's what's happening. Is that yeah. I, I I don't know that they're going to replace the radio, and I I don't mean to suggest that, but I think that they are. Um, they they are an intelligent alternative. If you if you want if you want something that's going to make you think, you know, talk radio for for, for which is really what this really is. Um, right. uh, is is I think that's a uh, uh, I think it's a viable thing at that point. So right right well clearly yeah it's it's proved itself it's it's very popular. I have seen um, videos on YouTube, however, uh, that were short or particularly the humorous ones mm-hmm. uh, and and uh it's it's like sketch humor but it's done extremely well uh you're not going to make any money online you're going to make money the, the the online thing is just going to help you get a better gig and uh, right right you know, getting and, more subscribers and, and, more numbers 
Right, exactly. I have a friend of mine who just uh, uh, signed a recording contract with a small label, good label, but it's a small label. And, uh, and it's all based on stuff that they had seen online. And he was able to, you know, and they were impressed with, you know, the things that he had done online with, you know, some of his live stuff, because he would live stream things and things like that. So promotion and marketing, marketing yourself now, you know, figuring out how to how to put yourself out there in some way. It's kind of at all sort of kind of the artist. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's uh, that's that's the one part about the business I always hated. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Is, you know, saying, please hire me. Please, 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 please. You know, exactly. And look how great I am. Look how wonderful I am. You should. Yeah. You should yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and and deep down inside, you know, you got that little voice going, they're going to find out. <laughs> they're going to learn the truth. You know, if you're not careful. That's you know? right. That is, that's so true. That's funny. So, true. so, yeah, it's that's that part's that part's a little frightening. You know, it was a thing about um, Mackinac Island when we started uh, vacationing on Mackinac Island 20 yeah. plus years ago. And we would just go up. We would just go up for a weekend and uh, and, and we were up there for a couple of nights and so on. And very rarely did I even tell people what I did for a living, you know. Okay. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and because it was the one place on the planet where I wasn't on the make, I could just be Roger, not Roger Humphrey guitarist, you know, and I, you know, and after a couple of years, it, it you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, it kind of squirted out. Is I, still spending time up there, too? No. No, she she sold off her interest in the store, um, okay. and um, and left there. This would be her fourth summer. Did you ever take the ice bridge over, yep. like on a, on a snowmobile? Yep. Wow. Yes. That'd be a little scary. So, well, you saw the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But that freaks me out. <laughs> it's a great. It's a great movie. Uh, yeah. And uh, and uh, the couple that made that, it was just the two of them. They had a MacBook. And uh, uh, and a keyboard and a microphone, and and I think they spent three years filming it, and I think another couple of years editing it, putting it together. Wow, wow, pretty pretty amazing though. It's amazing. It's a beautiful movie, and it's it's really insightful on something so unique that most of us aren't aware of. Yes, wonderful couple. Wonderful couple. Two people and, and a minimum amount of equipment put together a project that any filmmaker would be proud of. It was just a hell of a it was a hell of a project. You know, some of the photography, some of the photography in that thing, the videography in that thing. The, if you go back and just look at, at through the eyes of the just the visuals, some of the visuals, uh, the ice and the and the uh, uh, the steam coming off the water and things like that. Because when when the lakes give up give up their heat in in fall and early early winter. You just literally, it looks like steam coming off of a, off a pot of boiling water. You know, it's just, it's amazing. You know, yeah. you know whole straights are like that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool, but it is a magical place. She loved it. She absolutely loved it. If we had the money uh, that we could buy a place up there, she'd move tomorrow. Absolutely. Really? Oh, absolutely. Well, what's the biggest challenge in teaching online for you? For me? Yeah. Um, there's a, there, there are a, a couple, um, aside from the technical things of just every once in a while, 
the internet gremlins just don't want you there. Uh, but aside, <laughs> uh, it's like dealing with Billy Gruff Goat, you know, <laughs> Billy Goat Gruff, you know, just <laughs> won't let you cross, you know. But, um, yeah. but um, uh, I, I got a couple of things. Uh, one is uh, getting good tone. Um, um, that's, that's a challenge, um, trying to get good tone. Um, another one is, um, uh, I can't, there's, there's a slight delay. Um, and so I can't, I can't play along with, or even count for my students. So I can't um, go one, two, three, four, because there's a delay and, uh, and it's not a big delay, but it's enough of one. So, right. so, I, so I have to circumvent that. And, uh, and I circumvent that by doing, uh, video tutorials on the lessons so okay. that, um, so what the, what the student will see is um, on the, as they look at their screen, uh, on, on the left side of the screen will be uh, the sheet music, music, the song that they're learning. And on the right side is uh, uh, me. I mean, they're, they're watching me. And right. the music, I put the music, when I put the music on there, and I use a, a screen capture program. Um, and so when I put the music up there, I, I put it up in, in PDF. So that means I can literally take with the mouse, I can draw on that. PDF allows you oh, to draw. Cool. And so so I can draw, I say, okay, look out for this, watch out for that. Right here, this means this. And I can kind of go through the music that way. I'll do it in the lesson anyway, but then I'll have these lessons uh, that and most of these are pre-recorded, not all of them. Most of them are pre-recorded. And and I just store them in the cloud. So after I get done with the lesson, I can go to the cloud uh, and send them a link. And and they've got that to watch. And at the very end of it, I play the whole right. song for them. So, so they could hear it. And, and with that, because we're not dealing with this live transmission issue, um, uh, the tone, the tone of the guitar is better and they can hear that. We can, so I can, I can use that to, to, to help, you know, show, uh, the other way I compensate is through, um, <clears throat> um, I, most of the time, um, uh, when I teach, uh, I use my phone rather than, I mean, right now I'm talking to you, I'm on, I'm on my desktop. Uh, right. I, I will use my phone. I have this handy dandy little. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So that makes everything nice and stable. But I will actually take the phone and I can grab it and bring it into my hand and say, your hand should look like this. Right. So they can get a close up of the hand. Oh, um, oh great. Right. If I want to point to the music, because I'll have the music either on the screen or I'll have a physical copy in front of me. And I take the camera and I just reverse it and, uh, you know, spin it around. And and then I can point to the music and say, you can do this and do that. And so so I, I can those are some of the things that I can do uh, and have done. You know, um, it was kind of fun the other day. I'm sorry. Those are great rounds. Yeah. Uh, and and put yourself you, you remember your teaching days for a moment. I'll, I'll, I have a, a, an adult student that I see. Um, young woman, uh-huh. and uh, and we were finishing up a song that she wanted to learn, and so I uh, um, I said, well, what what other song do you want to learn? Well, I was thinking about this song or that song. I'm, okay, so while I'm talking to her, and this this camera is sitting right next to me here, the the phone sitting here. I went to the desktop, I brought it up on YouTube, and I said, hang on a second, I've got it here. Let me listen to it. I listened to it. And I said, yeah, we can do that. And then I went to another site and brought up the PDF or brought up a, um, uh, a, a, a copy of the words and the chords 
turned that into a PDF and sent it to her. And we went to work on it, all that within five minutes live. Amazing. So that's, I love technology for that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I tell people when the technology works, it's awesome. When it doesn't yes. work, it makes me use bad words. <laughs> exactly, because we've, we've become dependent on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I had never done anything quite like that before. That was pretty cool. I liked that. I was, I was kind of... Uh, uh, impressed that something like that could be done, you know, and I think she was too, but she's young enough that, th that this technology is just a part of her world and, and always has been, you know, so I don't think she was as impressed as I was, you know, I right. still remember, I still remember rotary that. phones and before. So. Yeah. <laughs> or rotary phones, but I definitely grew up with a rotary phone. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I love a, it. That's a scream. It's a scream. So, so yeah, so that's been, that's been for me, that's been the, the new, for me, the new things, uh, I like to just keep moving forward. Uh, uh, I've been doing the same old stuff for a long time. And uh, so the, the new thing for me is this podcast. Yes. And, and, um, uh, and, and the podcast, if you'll notice, and, and I don't know if you're paying much attention, I don't ask a lot of questions. It's just conversation. Right, right. Got that. And so, um, uh, doing this, and uh, and then doing um, uh, uh, my my blog, which I haven't spent much time on lately, and I've got to get back to it. I kind of bur burn out on the blog, and I'm just now getting back to it. I I did two entries a week for two years. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a lot of writing. It's a lot every, of writing. Yes. Every Monday and every Thursday, you know, I wrote that blog. When yeah. Before I would go teach. Oh my gosh, Roger! I'd write it in the morning and publish it, and uh, and then go on from there. So yeah, so now I'm I'm back to writing a blog, and and plus I'm doing this, and uh, and so just kind of reinventing, you know, and then the online teaching and kind of and it's cool because I've got I've got students and I've had students all over the country, and and uh, uh, and um, and that's been kind of fun um, as well. I mean, I've you know adults. You know, adult students in or students, some adults and some kids. Uh, and I've been in uh, Jacksonville, Florida and uh, different places in Michigan and Oregon and San Francisco and, um, you know, various places like that, you know, and and, and Costa Rica. And um, oh, no kidding. That's great. Isn't that cool? And uh, yeah. and, and, and with this, with this, my student recitals, I live stream that. And oh, uh, perfect. And, and and it is because you've got so many so many of these families, uh, you know, in East Lansing, Lansing, East Lansing area, you know, who are from other states and other countries, you know. And um, I had um, one I, one one year, one of the recitals that I did, I um, and I just put it up on my my uh, artist page, so you don't even have to like me. You can just <laughs> you can just go there, but. But I had, and I heard from people um, uh, in, uh, well, my student in Costa Rica was watching it, but I had people all over the United States watching. I had grandparents and aunts and uncles and, and family friends and things like that. They yes. were watching it. So, you, you know, you're hearing from people in California and, and, and Wichita and, I mean, various places like that, um, uh, as well as um, because of the international kids. You know, uh, uh, South Korea, Vietnam, um, Japan, um, and uh, Poland, Russia, 
uh, and this is all live. And 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 then in addition to that, I had uh, one kid whose father was on a business trip to Germany, and he was able to watch it in Germany. He had never missed one of these recitals before, and he still felt counted that as a not missing, you know. And so because his business taken that he was supposed to be back a couple of days prior, wasn't able oh. to make it for a number of reasons, and yes. was able to watch, watch it from there. And all of that in one year. So it's just that's just really slick. Oh, that's so what a what an inspiring story. I love that, Roger. Yeah. So it's 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 fun. So it's uh, uh, so doing all of that. Yeah, I do. I do as, as anything that I can do that will enhance my ability to teach, my ability to please my students and their families. I, I, I can do all stuff online and everything that I do or almost everything that I do is free. Oh, man. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I love that you're constantly learning, that you're constantly making the most of what's out there and applying it to what you do. It's it, it is it, it's it's fun and it's kind of fun to figure this stuff out. And it's kind of fun to, to share the, the, the fact that I'm doing it with other people. And I love that you're doing this, too. This is this is great. This is cutting edge. And I know a lot of people that are doing it. I'm not. And I, I think it's so cool that you've got your own blog. That well, you've got your blog, I should say, or, yeah. or podcast. Podcast. The podcast. The thing I like about the podcast is that a lot of the people that I'm talking to um, are, um, are artists who mm-hmm. live next door. It's mm-hmm. it's it's it, you know it's the guy who plays in the bar band on the weekends and teaches during the day. Uh, it's okay. it's the photographer that you know you, you sit next to in a restaurant and don't even know if that's what they do. Uh, friends of mine who are writers. Uh, who have written and done very well and, and won awards, but you don't know that, you know, because there's no way of knowing that. These are the people who are involved in the arts who, uh, these are the day-to-day artists, the people that we don't, you know, and I don't want to focus just on the artists. I'd like to focus on some of the people who are also associated with, but not necessarily actively involved in the creation of, you know, and I'd like to get involved. So, so I was actually thinking it'd be kind of fun to talk to your partner at Shores. And, uh, oh, Glenn, I'm sure he'd love to talk to you. I would love to do that sometime. I would love to yeah. do that sometime. And that's why yeah, I want... you'd be reaching out to uh, Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, I can do that. That's easy enough. Perfect. Well, that was fun. And I hope you enjoyed it too. If you did, please share it with your friends. If you'd like to know more about Chris, please go to his website. That's ChristopherShowerman.com or visit his IMDB page. The addresses are listed below. I hope it's not another year and a half before I get to chat with Chris again, but if so, it will be on Creative Conversations with Roger Humphrey.